The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. All right, we saw the return of the recent Royals tonight as KC drops to 0 and 6 now on this road trip, and we also saw the return of the immature and pardon my French Bush League Jordano Ventura of old as well tonight. It's Davo Clubhouse conversation. Your dish. Going to tell it how it is tonight. In my strong opinion, where the Royals are waxed nine to one against Baltimore. And they see more childish, immature, and embarrassing antics from Mr. Ventura, who I had been complimenting nonstop throughout the year. If you've been listening to The Dish, we talked about how, for a few starts there, it really turned into a pitcher. We talked about how he's really, maturity-wise, handled himself very well this year. He has. Go back and listen to my dishes. If you listen, you know I've pointed that out several times when he's been getting hit hard, that at least you can see a maturity level growing. So we've given him plenty of credit, but as I always say, I'm going to be fair here. I'm a Royals homer, but I'm going to you know tell it how it is. And it was Bush League tonight from Ventura, and I'm fed up with it, especially with the way he's pitching right now. Even if he was out there with a mid-threes ERA, it would still be embarrassing. It's just, it's just not a good look for the Royals. And I know there's the us against the world, and I know that the Royals do get wronged many times when it comes to perception, especially the last couple of years. I mean, some a couple of the Ventura dust-ups have been justified. I'm not going to say all, you know, to my recall, there's about five main ones now, including this one. And a couple of those were probably not necessarily that wrong of Ventura. There's been a couple that were clearly, you know, the Eaton one, the Trout one, and this one are obviously just stupid, immature stuff against superstars that needs to stop. You know, you'll see Ventura getting on and, tweeting and saying these quotes about calling Jose Bautista and nobody and now he's he's going after the superstars of the game. Trout, Bautista, Machado, even to a small degree, Adam Eaton, not a superstar, but a very good major league player that, hey, war as of three weeks ago, if you like that stat, painted Eaton as the most valuable player in baseball until a few weeks ago. And I, I, I thought that was a joke at the time, obviously, but Eaton's a good player. So we're going to talk more about Ventura in a second. First, though, there was one positive from tonight, and that was Kendrys Morales, your player of the game. Kendrys, three for four with a double, a walk, and a run. Nice night for Kendrys there from that left side. That was good to see. Hit the ball hard. But outside of that, the Royals left 13 men on base, and that's, in a way, the Ventura distracts from how bad the Royals' offense was. Again, four runs in the last five games. 13 men left on base against Ubaldo Jimenez, who had an ERA well north of six, almost touching seven. Besides the 13 on base, the Royals were one for 14 with runners in scoring position. (sighs) That's obviously awful. The Royals, the last two days, had just one extra base hit per day. They did have two today. In addition to Kendrys having the double, Ray Fuentes had one. Fuentes has been swinging a hot bat since coming back from Omaha. I'd like to see him back out there in the lineup again for the foreseeable future with some guys struggling in there, namely Dyson, in recent days. Royals did walk four times tonight as well, so drew some walks, had base runners, couldn't get a hit when it counted. Royals still no home runs in Camden Yards against two guys whose combined ERAs were approaching 13 when you combine Mike Riot and Obaldo Jimenez. Not good. But the true story of tonight and what you want to hear about is your Donald Ventura, the even worse. A guy that 
and publicly, I have not listened to the press conferences yet and the interviews. I'm sure that the Royals are going to back him and say they're not sure if the ball got away or not. Who knows? I don't know what he'll say. I don't know what Ned will say. That's just a few minutes after the game right now, so I wanted to get right to this. But uh, most likely the Royals will back him publicly, as they probably should. But I can tell you, and I can't sit here and say, well, so-and-so told me, or well, so-and-so, because I know people will tweet me and say, oh, if you if you know that, then tell the source. Otherwise, you're just making it up. So you can believe what you want to believe. If you want to believe I'm making stuff up, that's totally fine. A guy that 85% of the guys in that clubhouse don't care for, as you don't, you know, Ventura, when he's like this. I think a couple of years ago, if he's pitching like he is, no one's going to say anything. He's throwing fire. He's out there winning you games. We remember him in the World Series, Game 6 against the Giants. We know what Ventura's capable of. We know what we thought he would be. And there's still a chance he could become that. But for every start and game that passes and Ventura struggles mechanically and the numbers on the field aren't good, and then you see him revert back to his completely 15-year-old boy ways out there with the way he acts on the mound, you know, verbally challenging the premier players in the game. Yeah, it's fine to have that mentality when you're throwing, that I'm not going to back down, I'll throw inside, I'll throw to anybody, I'll challenge you, you know, maybe even stare a little bit, but you cannot sit there and, and after you stare, start talking and yapping all over again, you know, over and over. We saw it with Mike Trout, and the Royals admitted Ventura was in the wrong with the Trout incident, and several guys inside the clubhouse have told me that too. The Adam Eaton incident was ridiculous. Ventura stared him down and said something as Ventura or as Eaton was running to first. And I know Eaton said the F-bomb back. Tonight, I'm aware that Manny Machado and Ventura both were yapping at each other. And Ventura's or Machado's second at bat when he flew out uh, to medium depth left field. And I know that I've seen in the past when the Orioles were here back in April. We talked about Ventura faced them in that Sunday afternoon game before the Royals started their big losing streak on that last road trip. We talked about that last night. Him and Ventura had... A little bit of a stare down and not great body language then. So this goes back a ways. But, you know, and I'm not saying Manny Machado doesn't have something to do with it. I'm not I'm not dissolving all of the blame for Manny Machado. It takes two to tango. It takes two to argue. It takes a guy charging in the mound for there to be a true fight. But nobody's debating that Ventura threw at Machado on purpose. It's obvious. First pitch fastball after they yapped at each other. They've had that. I mean, so that's obvious. So first of all, Ventura threw at him. When the Royals hadn't really didn't have a reason to throw at Baltimore. And Lorenzo Kane got one back towards the head a fastball later and got buzzed. Hopefully that's the end of that. We'll see. But Manny Machado is one of the best players in the game. He's a top five player, young player in baseball. No doubt about it. A top five when you look at the future. Up there with guys like Harper and Trout and Bryant. You go through all the studs, Correa, on and on and on. Manny Machado is right there with those guys. I mean, this would be like in Ventura at this point is a shade above Ubaldo Jimenez, who at least had a longer track record of good. Ventura had really one really good year, year and a half. But, I mean, and, and Jimenez wasn't great for that long either. But I, this would be like Ubaldo Jimenez. Pick a number four starter from any team in the major leagues. Just go through any team. Who else is there in the Central? Uh, the Twins. This, this would be like, uh, you know, Phil Hughes on the Twins. This would be like Carlos Rodon on the White Sox. You know, you know, go through the central here more. The Indians. This would be like Tomlin. I mean, that this, this would be like those guys verbally attacking and starting fights and throwing at Mike Trout, Manny Machado, when it's obvious that the pitcher's in the wrong. What, what would you think if you were the opponent or any other team in baseball? You would think it's Bush League and you would think it's embarrassing and you would think he's a little punk. So I understand if you want to be loyal to your team and back Ventura. I, I get that, but and that's where I was. 
And it really was. Even until tonight, go back and listen to the day after. Go back and listen to Ventura's starts this year on the dish here. The nights that he's pitched, go back and look at the game log and listen to the nights that I did dishes when he pitched. You'll hear me be very positive about Ventura. So I'll tell it how it is. It's Bush League. It's embarrassing. The antics are costing the team. First, you're going to get guys hit, possibly hurt, when you've already got all these injuries. Second of all, somebody could get hurt in the brawl. Third of all, you're going to get suspended, probably 10 games. You know, I think MLB is to the point where they're sick of it, too, especially when you're, pardon my French, effing with their stars. You're hitting their stars. They're not going to like that. The stars make money, merchandise, interest, fantasy sports. The stars make a lot of money, and there ain't going to be much sympathy for a guy with a 5.3 ERA who has a history of mental meltdowns. So I believe he'll get 10 games. I believe he'll miss two starts. What will that do to this Royals team? you got to keep him on the roster. Let's try to send him down to the minor leagues and let him serve it in September, which is not going to happen because the Royals need Ventura. The Royals have no depth right now. They can't send him down. So you've just taken your team probably and lost them a game or two. Good chance. And you could say I'm overreacting, but think about it for a second. If he misses two starts, you can't call up somebody. You, you play with 24 for 10 games. So while that may not be a big deal the first four days, days 5 through 11 it would be, You'd miss two starts, and the bullpen, you know, the day, the, the couple of days after that start, both times, if it gets to the point where you got to bring in six, seven innings a couple of times to cover it, you know, I'm sure Dylan G comes back up and starts in Ventura slot next time around. I mean, you got a little bit of flexibility. You can send Cruz down, you can send Alexander down, but they can't really, they actually, they really can't because they can't afford to send any pitching out now. If you're going to go 24 guys for, let's say, 10 days, it's a big problem, and it's just it's it's immature. It's not putting the team first, and I know a lot of the guys in the clubhouse, for a fact, do not care for it, and it embarrasses them because they're professionals, and while they do have the us-against-the-world mentality and do bond together, they don't deal with BS and childish antics, especially from a kid with a 5.3 ERA that looks like a fringe major league pitcher this year. And you're getting absolutely embarrassed tonight when it happens, too. You're getting your ass kicked. It's, it's really embarrassing. It really is. Edson Volquez, Chris Tillman go for the finale tomorrow. Volquez 5 and 5, a 403 against Tillman 7 and 1, a 333. Volquez comes off 6 and a third, five runs on seven hits against Cleveland. Two Orioles have seen him six of bats or more. Adam Jones is two for six with two home runs. Of course, Adam, one of four Orioles to go deep tonight, along with Mike Trumbo. No surprise there. Chris Davis, who was something like two for 27 on the homestand before that. And Ryan Flaherty, how about that shot on the Utah Street? <laughs> someone, someone check his locker for needles, will they? Ryan Flaherty, really? Oh, goodness. Tillman comes off five and two-thirds, five runs last time out against the Yankees. Regression, you know, with XFIP is coming, but Tillman has been very good this year. Rails could hit him tomorrow, but then again, I thought they would hit Jimenez and put a five or a six spot on the board tonight. I knew Ventura was going to get lit up. If you listen to this, Every night, the last couple of nights, I've told you that it was a horrible matchup tonight for Ventura. Everything about tonight, the Orioles and Camden Yards are probably the worst matchup for you, Donna Ventura, outside of maybe if you pitch a course field or something. That's how bad that matchup was. With those hitters, the way they hit, how they like the fastball, him in that ballpark, it just was, you know, not missing bats anymore. It was a horrible matchup for him tonight. But I thought the Royals would score some tonight. You know, I've called tomorrow a toss up all series. I'll continue to say that. I think Volquez will pitch pretty well tomorrow night. I do. Six-plus innings, a three-run ball. The question will be, can the Royals start hitting some extra base hits and, and hitting the ball over the fence again? And that's the big question. You know, you got to get guys like Kane and Hosmer back going. Good to see Kendrys going. But these guys, you know, again, the margin for error is smaller and smaller. And Ventura makes it even smaller tonight with putting 
his childish behavior back in to effect tonight on Clubhouse Conversation. Love to hear from your thoughts on the dish tonight. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Royals Clubhouse. Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook as well. Subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Clubhouseconversation.com. And we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great night. Go Royals.